Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got another down day today to start the week off uh, for our major indexes, except for the NASDAQ today, which was able to rally to finish positive on the day. Uh, stayed there most of the, our all day today, actually, so our one index to finish nicely. And our other indexes did hold up a little bit better than they did yesterday, but we certainly would have liked to have seen better action today as we got a sell-off into the close for the Dow and the S&P and the Russell 2000 to finish just or at the lows of the day, really, as there remains a lot of uncertainty in this market right now. I think you all know what we're talking about. We are now just one week away from the election, and there's a lot of scenarios that people are trying to play out right now as to what will happen. We've spoken about this here quite a bit on the podcast We continue to predict a Trump presidency, but we have to prepare for all outcomes. If Biden were elected, we see that the market should continue to head higher, at least in the short term anyway, probably on news of a a stimulus deal getting done right after um, his inauguration, probably even right after the election anyway. But the real concern that has most investors worried right now is the idea of a contested election. We know, looking back to the 2000 election, that the markets do not like this uncertainty. The 2000 election between Bush Jr. and Al Gore, the S&P fell as much as 7.5%, ultimately finishing down just over 4% by the time the election was decided in December. But from that about a month that it took for that election to be decided, uh, the markets did not like it during that time. But that's an event that most people already know about, a lot of people already talking about what could happen in a contested election. So this time around, that doesn't make it a true black swan event. It's rather a wall of worry event instead. So we want to ask ourselves here, what is the risk that no one is talking about? We've run through a few scenarios uh, here on the podcast. We've run through a few of these like Biden being elected, Uh, being immediately impeached to put in Kamala Harris as president. But there's a lot of people talking about that scenario as well. Some of the other scenarios, it's just too early to run through. But we'd love to get your feedback and see what you think. Maybe Maybe there's something that you've thought of that you think more people should be talking about for this upcoming election. So shoot us an email at support at vrainsider.com if you have a scenario like this that you think that we should be looking at. Based on your replies, we might do a whole podcast topic on this, uh, our, our wall of worry or black swan event type podcast about the presidential election coming up. Looking at our markets on the day and starting with the economic side of things, we did get some positive economic news this morning as the Federal Reserve Manufacturing Report absolutely blew away consensus estimates. Uh, The estimates were for a 14. The actual number came in at a 32.3. So that was a huge beat. And it was a huge beat even from the last reading, which was a 17.3. So strong numbers there. We also continue to get a lot of earnings. This is really a, a superstar week of what, of what earnings are to come. Today after the close, we've got Microsoft, AMD. I'll touch on AMD here more in a second. Uh, but then tomorrow, we've got UPS, Boeing, Sony, MasterCard, uh, after the close tomorrow, eBay and, and Visa. 
And then on Thursday, Shopify, Apple, Amazon, Facebook. So really, some of the biggest names out there are all reporting this week, something we'll be reporting on here. Uh, as of this morning, though, 139 S&P 500 companies have reported earnings. So far, it's been pretty good. 70% of companies that have reported have beat on estimates. 61% have raised their estimates for Q4 by an average of 5.1%. And that's solid, not bad numbers, certainly. Uh, but estimates are rising at a much slower pace than they did last quarter. So that's not what you want to see. Of course, these are estimates at this point so we'll have to be uh, have to wait and see here we think there's still a lot of potential here for a strong q4 earnings coming up uh, so looking at our markets on the day as i mentioned earlier the dow the s&p and the russell 2000 all finishing right about their lows of the day but the nasdaq didn't even touch negative territory today didn't finish at the highs either but still finished up a nice 0.64% to 11,431. That is what we want to see. NASDAQ and tech leading the way here. We we're followed there by the S&P 500, though, down three-tenths of 1% to 3,390. Uh, we were followed there by the Dow, which is down eight-tenths of 1% to 27,463. And lastly, the Russell 2000, are laggard on the day, down nine-tenths of 1% to 1,590. Looking at our internals on the day, we did not see the numbers that we want to see on a day, uh, day like today when we're looking forward to get out of this little bit of a uh, rut that we've been in here. The declines, beating out advances, slightly less than 2 to 1 negative on the day. New 52-week highs and lows are probably the biggest disappointment here. This number has been positive for some time now, coming back in negative again today with 94 stocks hitting new 52-week lows to 71 stocks hitting new 52-week highs. And lastly here, volume came in just over 2 to 1 negative on the NYSE, but we did get our one bright spot on the day here. The NASDAQ was higher, so this makes sense. NASDAQ volume was able to come in slightly positive on the day today. Looking at our sectors on the day, I'm going to start with the semis here. As we now, this makes 10 out of the last 11 sessions that the semis have finished negative. That is a pattern that we certainly want to see end here. The semis were down just over half a percent earlier in the day. They were able to battle back uh, to finish down 0.35% on the day, but it was really made worse by AMD. Hopefully their earnings can come in this afternoon with a strong beat. AMD was down over 5% at the lows of the day today after they announced that they were about to buy out Xilinx. Xilinx, on the other hand, was up over 8.5% on the day today. So AMD finishing down big today certainly didn't help the semis, uh, but tech held up nicely despite all of this. So Tech was our leading sector for the S&P 500 today. But as I mentioned earlier, on a day like today, you got the NASDAQ positive. You would have liked to see the semis be able to finish positive as well. But tech leading, that is at least somewhat of a good sign for us here today. And te the tech sector did continue to lead for us. It was our leading sector on the day today. Uh, we ultimately finished, let me get a refresh here for the final numbers of the day, finished 
with three out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors positive on the day-to-day, led by consumer discretionary communication services and technology. Our laggards on the day were industrials, down pretty big today, over 2%. Financials right in that ballpark as well, down just less than 2% on the day, followed by energy, real estate, and materials. Lastly here for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. The U.S. dollar does continue to weaken here. That's bullish for metals, and we got a little bit of that today. Gold, silver, uh, both up on the day today. And I will say, the charts of gold, silver, and the miners here are looking like coiled springs. These look ready to explode higher. Uh, We've been talking about a move higher in this group for some time now, and this pullback that we have seen has really held up pretty well, uh, at least the way we're looking at it here, the way it looks to us, looks like they're ready for a breakout from this kind of multi-year base that we've seen in this whole group. Gold, as I mentioned, higher on the day now, up 0.24% to 1,910 an ounce. Silver up a little more on the day, up 0.37% now to $24.51 an ounce. Copper, essentially flat on the day, down just 0.02% now to $3.08 a pound. And oil, having a solid day today, despite the energy sector finishing lower, oil was up 2.28% to $39.44 a barrel. Lastly here for today, Bitcoin. This has been an exciting uh, one to watch here lately. Continues to rally back, hitting new 52-week highs now. Now at its highest level since June of last year, up now on the day, 4.84% to 13643 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.